With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Berkshires to the Sound, from wherever you live in MLB America, this is Inside the Parker. You give us 22 minutes and we'll give you the scoop on Major League Baseball. Now, here's Baseball Hall of Fame voter number 70, Rob Parker. Welcome into the podcast. I'm your host, Rob Parker. What a show we have for you this week. We're going to talk to former Major League manager Bobby Valentine, who now does the Angels pre and post game show. We'll catch up with him. Also, from MLBBro.com, we'll talk to senior writer Kevin Moore, plus Foul Affair, that and much more. Let's go. Better up. To lead off, it's getting robbed. And keep him up. Rob's hot take on the three biggest stories in Major League Baseball. Number one. I told you about the Tampa Bay Rays when they were winning every game and they opened the season. I told you it was Fugazi. Now, they're still in first place. They still have a nice lead, but I'm telling you, coming into Wednesday, 6-4 and four in their last 10, and I don't think they're world beaters. I don't even think that for sure they're going to win the AL East uh, there's so many good teams. All the teams are over 500 in that division. I'm not. I'm just not convinced. And it was simply a byproduct of them playing like the four worst teams to start the season. And I give them credit. They beat up on those teams. They they hit home runs. They dominated. I mean, they came out of the gate looking like a house on fire. And people were ready to crown them and think they were going to the World Series and all that other stuff. And it's not the rip on the Rays. It's just that given their start, they don't have some insurmountable lead. The Orioles are right on their neck. The Yankees are within uh, five and a half coming into Wednesday uh, uh, on their necks. 
So they got a lot of teams that are good, and especially they weren't able to bury anybody. When you win your first 12, 13 games, I think it was 13 that they won, you should, you should be in the driver's seat. They are not in the driver's seat in the AL East, and we'll see as this plays on. But I'm going to say it right here, right now. They do not N-O-T win the division. Number two. Whenever you hear the name Ronald Lacuna Jr., you think of greatness. I mean, this guy is an unbelievable ball player and has a chance this year to do something that no one's ever done. How about this? He's currently on pace to hit over 30 home runs and have 60 bags stolen, 60 steals. 40-40 is always impressive. 30-30 is impressive. But 30-60? I don't know, though. Might be a little bit tainted. Hear me out. The bases are big. They're like pizza boxes out there. I'm not poo-pooing his talent, but 60 bags might be attributed to the bigger bases and also... Everybody's stealing bases like it's crazy at an incredible rate. I know through the first six weeks of the season, it was like at an 83% clip. Everybody and their uncle was stealing bags. 83%? Are you? That's incredible. It's like scoring in the NBA today. You know how easy that is. Everybody's got 24 points a game. It's that easy. No defense. But the bigger bases have made it. Easier for people to steal bases. Pitchers are limited with throwing over to first base. So all those things are attributed. I'm not going to take it away. If he gets to 60 steals and becomes that first player. But let's just not poo-poo the idea that he was helped by bigger bases. Number three. Without question, the pickup of J.D. Martinez by the Los Angeles Dodgers as a free agent was spectacular. The move of the offseason, if you will. I, I don't. I thought J.D. Martinez was done. He left Boston. He was kind of an afterthought. Nobody really was going hot and heavy for him. He comes to Los Angeles, and guess what? He brought his bat with him. You thought it was dead? Numb? No way. Coming into Wednesday in the finale against the Washington Nationals, J.D. Martinez had a 14-game hitting streak and had hit home runs in his uh, each of his previous three games. And get this coming into Wednesday, the stats. 12 home runs, 39 RBIs, batting 277. Who would have thunk that, that J.D. Martinez would be contributed at that level for the Dodgers? And it explains why the Dodgers are off to another great start in the NL West and are playing well. This is definitely a bat that people had forgotten about, and yet J.D. Martinez is alive and well in Los Angeles and swinging some pretty big lumber. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and sociopolitical factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here comes the big interview. Listen and learn. Oh, it's so good. Now let's welcome in former Major League Manager Bobby Valentine, who now does the Angels pre- and post-game. Welcome to the podcast, Bobby. How are you? Rob, always good to be with you. Thank you. How How's it going after a big Angel win? I, I know big, and the Thumpers got involved. Two home runs by Otani. And uh, Trout also had a home run. When those two guys are swinging, Bobby, uh, like they are, I mean, the uh, Angels are tough to beat, aren't they? Well, uh, exactly, Rob. But, you know, in the past, um, they were the ones that would have to swing it every day. And, you know, you can't just rely on one or two guys every day. And this year's Angel lineup is much deeper, much better balanced. So everyone is contributing, and, and actually the big boys had a little time off, and it's time for them to start doing a little heavy, heavy lifting. Spe- speaking of the Angels, you know, the expectations always when you have stars like that on your team. But, but Bobby, the question always comes, do, they have, do the Angels have enough pitching? Yes, Otani got out the gate. He was been fantastic as a, as a number one. But do they have enough pitching to compete in the AL West? You got the Astros, and you got the Rangers leading the division, and DeGrom's not even pitching for them. 
Yeah, DeGrom will be a big add for them. And the Angels have, uh, I mean, the Rangers have a very good lineup that uh, gives their pitching a lot of breathing room. And I think the Angels lineup is developing to the point where they can compete with the Rangers. And other than in the experience column, I think the Angels pitching uh, can match up with any pitching in the league. Uh, let's talk about Otani. We know the elephant in the room is that after this year he can bounce. And uh, if you're the Angels, I guess, you, Bobby, you have to just play it out and you can't let this guy uh, trade this guy at the trade deadline or do anything like that. You just hope and pray. Is that what you do and back up the Brinks truck and hope that he stays? Well, I don't think it's going to be about uh, the Angels paying more money to keep him because I don't think that's why he'll, he will stay. I think uh, depending on how this season goes, and it might go exactly according to Hoyle if people stay healthy and the young guys keep developing and the, uh, the pitching is able to uh, establish a rotation in the bullpen that's needed to be a championship team, if those things happen, and happen all this year, I think he'd be um, uh, leaning towards staying because it's a wonderful place to play, great place to live, but it needs to have that other component, and that is one uh, that the team can compete year in and year out for playoff positions. Our guest is Bobby Valentine, who, of course, a former major leaguer, uh, also a major league manager who won over 1,100 games in his career, over 500 as a, a major league manager with the uh, Texas Rangers, the New York Mets, and the Boston Red Sox. Let me ask you uh, a couple other things about the American League. Uh, Aaron Judge is uh, almost an identical pace from a year ago, uh, and he's already been on the injured list this year. How amazed are you at what he's able to do uh, because, you know, last year the big debate was about is Otani the MVP, is Aaron Judge. But it just seems, Bobby, when he's in that lineup for the Yankees, they're hard to beat. Well, he's a difference maker. He's probably, you know, he's in that top five, if not the number one power hitter uh, in baseball right now. He's, you know, six feet seven. He's very athletic, coordinated. His swing is connected kinetically uh, in a perfect fashion. And, you know, he has the strength of uh, two normal baseball players when they're playing. So he's hard to match uh, at the plate and on defense. He's, uh, you know, one heck of a generation type of a player. Yeah, he, he really is. He's, he's something to watch. Bobby, let me ask you a couple other questions about two teams uh, in the American League, uh, the Tampa Bay Rays got off to a great start. Uh, I, I thought it was a little, you know, had a lot to do with that. I think they played the four worst teams in baseball to start the season. Uh, they've come back a little bit to earth. How good are they, and are they a lock to win the NL, I mean the AL East? Well, people don't uh, respect Tampa Bay. They've been – one of the best, if not the best, organizations for more than a decade now. They develop talent. They play the right way. Their pitchers are always exceptional. And this year they're hitting the ball over the fence. Now, I don't think 
they're going to hit home runs at the pace that they hit home runs for the first six weeks of the season uh, for this entire year. And uh, the fact that they are able to run and create runs during the game is probably going to keep them at the, at the head of the American League East. I think they're the best team right now in uh, the American League, if not in all of baseball. Let's jump over to the National League, Bobby, and the San Diego Padres, who I picked in the NL West. I, I, I mean, they're star-studded. I like their pitching. Off to a very, very slow start. It's too early to count anybody out in baseball. As you know, it's a marathon. Last year, they fired Joe Girardi, and the Phillies got off to a slow start, and they made the World Series. Do you like the Padres or not? Um, I do like the Padres. Um, you know, some teams take longer to to come together. Uh, sometimes it's just a, a moment in time. You know, the Seattle Mariners actually came together last year after a brawl with the Angels, and all of a sudden they had a great two and a half months of baseball, and people start to consider them contenders on a yearly basis. And uh, as you mentioned, Girardi, you remember a couple years ago with Atlanta when they were uh, – you know, they changed five of their starting players at the yep. All-Star break, went on to be the best team in baseball. So, you know, the first six weeks, two months of the season are about your team coming together as a team and about your organization understanding where you're deficient in order to keep up with the Joneses. Then, once you make uh, that uh, have that understanding of your team, you start to evaluate the competition on a head-to-head basis, and then you make the adjustments that you need to make to give it the final run. And, um, you know, I think a, a team like San Diego will make some adjustments, and uh, I think that they're going to be in it at the end. Uh, we're uh, talking with Bobby Valentine, former Major League Manager here on Inside the Park. The last thing, Bobby, I was I didn't believe the pitch clock would work. I thought if it only going to shave five or ten minutes off the game, I don't want it. I'm a traditionalist, and it's 25, 30 minutes off the game. I want you to know. Last week I was in Milwaukee for the Astros Brewers game, a day game, and Bobby, the final score was four to nothing, and the game was over in two hours and nine minutes. I thought Randy Jones was pitching. Where are you on the pitch clock, and can you believe where we are and how much it's changed the game? Well, you know, because I watch every game and work uh, every game uh, for the most part, I like that they're quicker games only because that means I make more per hour. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, And it, it does present the game well, but uh, I'm just worried. I'm worried about how it's going to affect pitchers during – uh, during the heated summer summer months, where they're going to be more winded, they're going to be have a little less in their tank to recover uh, from those twenty pitch innings, and I hope that there aren't a lot of injuries because of it. Because of it, now teams are, are learning to recognize what they're looking at in a in a new world of baseball. So the pitch mound, uh, the, the mound visits and the timeouts um, are really paramount now. They have to be used uh, prudently and be used at the right time to give the pitcher that little bit of 
breather, that little rest that's needed to get through a long inning without getting hurt and without the inning blowing up. I think it's a, a cool thing to observe which teams are making those uh, new-look adjustments and which ones aren't. His name is Bobby V, Bobby Valentine, uh, longtime Major League Manager now, pre- and post-game with the Angels. Thanks for the knowledge, Bobby. We appreciate you. Rob, you're a good man. Thanks for having me on. Continued success. Thank you. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the Pocket Protector Central. The analytic numbers you need to know, well, maybe. Anthony Masterson is his name. BS Analytics is his game. What do you got for me, Anthony? When the new pitch clocks were put into place in order to decrease on downtime in baseball this season, we knew there would be a cause and effect. Games are down about a half hour from last season, but if you look at a certain set of pitchers, you can clue in on why some of last year's best starters are having problems in 2023. 
This year, the enforcement of 15 seconds between pitches with the bases empty and 20 with runners on has been mostly met with fanfare. However, look at the slowest starting pitchers from last season, and they might have something different to say. Of the top 10 slowest starters last year, only two of them have better ERAs this season, Lucas Giolito and Kevin Gosman. Two of them are on the IL, Luis Garcia and Julio Urias, and half of them have seen their ERAs rise a run or more, including Toronto's Alec Manoa, who has seen his rise at three and a half runs. The exception is, no surprise, Shohei Otani, baseball's resident unicorn. Otani is the only pitcher on the list of slowest starters last year who currently has an ERA under three, though Gosman is close. Even though Otani's ERA is slightly elevated, he's made up for it by leading the league in opponent average and strikeout rate while simultaneously shaving six seconds off his time between pitches to go from the slowest starter to the 72nd slowest. We got to stop being surprised by Shohei and his ability to make adjustments. The good news is for everybody else on that list, the season is only a third of the way done. That ball is... It was a big week in the big leagues. Who's up? Who's up? Or is it fair? And now, from MLBBro.com, here's J.R. Gamble. Aaron Judge is once again putting up numbers, almost identical to his record-setting pace of 2022. J.R., is it foul or fair to say Aaron Judge is the greatest power hitter ever? Foul. That is a foul ball. The career numbers still say it's Bonds, Hank Aaron, and Babe Ruth. But Judge is on pace to put together back-to-back seasons, the likes of which we've never seen. He's got some work to do. At least it's safe to say he's the premier slugger in the sport today. Between 1998 and 2001, however, Sammy Sosa hit 60 homers three times, and to this day is the only player in history to have back-to-back 60 homer seasons. So if Judge could in some way duplicate that feat, despite his low career homer totals, then he can start to make a claim to that title. Now, Judge didn't play his first Major League Baseball season until the age of 24. So he's kind of a late bloomer and hasn't even reached 250 career homers yet. But greatness is about volume. What you do when your best is compared to other all-time greats at their best. And right now, Judge is already amongst the greatest power hitters ever. Will he be able to surpass the immortals? It's a long shot. When Rob was a newspaper columnist, he lived by this motto. If I'm writing, I'm ripping. Let's bring in a writer or broadcaster, old or new. Now let's welcome into the podcast. He's the senior writer at MLBBro.com, Kevin Moore. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm good, Rob. Thanks for having me on. No doubt. Let's talk about uh, some guys playing real well uh, in uh, Major League Baseball, some MLB bros, including Aaron Judge. Yeah. who Kev is, uh, he's on pace to last year, which we know he won the American League MVP, almost won a triple crown. Coming into Wednesday, 18 home runs, 39 RBIs, batting 303. Has this been incredible to see Aaron Judge uh, repeat this? And he was already hurt this year, missed some time. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. I mean, you saying that he was already hurt, and for him – 
to have the performance he's been having, you know, uh, hitting hits in 14 of his last games, 14 of his last 16 games, four home runs in his last three games. I mean, come on now. Like, the dude is out there just crushing the ball, and he's showing that last year wasn't a fluke. He's showing that he can be consistent at the plate, and, and it's amazing to see. It is amazing, especially with no Giancarlo Stanton, who's been out mm-hmm. for most of the season. What does that also say? Because if you remember when he was out, the Yankees looked stagnant or almost dead when he wasn't in the lineup. And mm-hmm. as soon as he came back, the team perked up. Yeah, no, I, I really think that Judge has really stepped up and he's showing why you know he's the captain on that team. You know, Not too many people get a chance to be named captain, especially for a team like the Yankees. But just the fact that with standing out and Judge is having this, uh, doing what he's doing at the play is just showing how talented he is and how he can pick the team up and carry the offense. Um, and then, you know, I, I think he's going to continue to do so as the season progresses, and he can he can flirt he can flirt with another season like he had last year. Yeah, he's been incredible so far. So. Uh... Aaron Judge doing his thing since he's come off the uh, injured list. All right, let's turn to some pitching and Hunter Green in Cincinnati. Kevy finally got off the schneid, finally got his first win of the season. Now, he pitched well enough to win other games, mm-hmm. but he finally got a win, and he was really impressive against the Cubs. Six innings in his last start, um, no hits, 11 strikeouts, and uh, he's scheduled to pitch Thursday in Boston, um, how good did Hunter Green look in that outing? Man, he, he looked really, really good in that outing for sure. Uh, you know, like you said, he 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 could have won some other starts. You know, but it's good to see he finally picked up the first win of the season. And he was he was he was dominant. You know, against the Cubs, um, like you said, eleven Ks going six innings. Um, I really think that he's starting to understand how he can be more effective using his off speed because we all know how. You know, dominant the fastball is, and and now he's starting to work in, you know, that off speed more and more, which will make him even that more effective. And once he gets consistent with that, you know, the, the sky's the limit for the brother. So, you know, he was he was really impressive against the Cubs. Yeah, and if he can follow that up on Thursday against the Red Sox, I think mm-hmm. because in his last two starts, he has twenty one punch outs, so double mm-hmm. digits two starts in a row. And Kev, you talked about it. The heat is there. It's if right. you, and if you have a nasty off-speed or curve or something else, uh, it will become almost unhittable. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it'll. It, I'm definitely excited to see him because you know the Reds were already high on this guy. You know he showed what he can do. He's been doing this since you know, he was in the minor leagues. So now he he's on the big league stage and he, he he's showing that he means business. And, you know he he's going to be a brother they don't want to mess with on the mound. Our guest is Kevin Moore. He's the senior writer at MLBBro.com. And now I definitely want to get to Marcus Simeon, the second baseman for the Texas Rangers. On Wednesday, Simeon extended his hitting streak to 20, Kev. He has been on fire this season. Yeah, like like, brother's been heating up at the plate. It's crazy. Like 20-game hitting streak. You know, that's currently, you know, longest hitting streak right now in the game. You know, uh, he's right ahead of well, Freeman, I believe, uh, in, in L.A. 
But yeah, he's doing he's doing what the Dodgers with the Rangers, excuse me, want wanted him to do. That's exactly why he signed him. You know, they know how how much of an impact he can be at the plate, and now we're starting to see that he's starting to bounce back and and show you know why he's one of the the best second basemen in the game, especially offensively. You and, think you know, last Rangers, year they're one of the one of the hottest teams in the, in the game as well. So and Simeon's playing a big part in that. No doubt. I was going to say, uh, do, do you think last year? Maybe, you know, when you sign a big contract, there's a little added pressure. And guys, mm-hmm. I think, press. We're seeing that with Trey Turner in Philly, right? Signed for $300 million. He's scuffling big time. You think there's some time maybe Simeon last year, and now this year he's just relaxing and going back mm-hmm. to doing what he's been doing. Yeah, no, that's that's a great point you, you brought up. Because Simeon, he never saw that kind of money before. you know, And, and I think, you know, that pressure did get, get to him a little bit. I kind of think he might have been overthinking a little bit. You know, he wanted to be, a, you know, wanted to be successful, and was just really thinking about that. It was kind of getting to him, you know, on the field. But now, in his second year, he's starting to settle in, relax, and saying, "Okay, you know, I know how good I am of a player, and what I can do." And now we're, got, we're starting to see that in Texas. So I know the Rangers are, you know, excited and elated to see him performing like this. No doubt. I picked the Rangers to win the AL West, and so far, even without DeGrom, they're they're rolling along. They got a good squad, a lot of offense. His name is Kevin Moore from MLBbro.com, the senior writer. He also does some work and write for MLB.com. So, Kev, we appreciate it. Thanks for the insight. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Thanks for having me on, Rob. I appreciate it. Now bring in the closer. Strike one. Strike two. Strike three. Here's why MLB is better than the NFL or NBA, and it isn't even close. Reason number 999 why Major League Baseball is better than the NFL or the NBA. I experienced it. I just went on an unbelievable bucket list vacation, 10 straight Major League games, In 10 days in nine different cities, yes, I went to Chicago twice, went there, left, came back. But what an experience and what a trip. Went through some great baseball cities. And I don't care what anybody says. You know, I've worked in nothing but great baseball cities. I grew up in New York. I worked in Cincinnati. I worked in Detroit. I worked in Los Angeles. All great baseball towns. But you know what? St. Louis is the baseball capital of the world. It really is. I give people in St. Louis so much credit. First of all, they ran two NFL teams out of town. So that that goes for a lot, right? Two teams left St. Louis. They love the St. Louis Blues, their hockey team, and they love the St. Louis Cardinals. You go to a game, which I did on my trip, everybody wears red. St. Louis is like the 60th biggest city in the United States. And yet they draw 3 million people every year. It's incredible. The passion for that franchise and that team. And I know there are other great cities, Boston, Philadelphia. I mentioned the other cities that all love baseball as well. But I'm sorry. I'm going to pick St. Louis as the baseball capital of the United States.
in the words of New York TV legend, the late Bill Jorgensen, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Rob Parker, out. He can't get it. This could be an inside to Parker. See you next week. Same bad time, same bad station. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.